Chickadees, I have a special guest with me today. It is my son, my five-year-old son, and he is listening to me tell the story today. So if you hear him ask questions or say anything, just know that it is my wonderful son. Okay, here we go. In my story a few weeks ago, I briefly talked about Jesus teaching people through parables. Do you remember? Well, today I'm going to share some of his parables with you. As Jesus went around to every city and village sharing the glad news of God's kingdom, he gathered quite a following. Why? Because a lot of people liked to listen to him. They liked to hear what he was teaching them. And they liked to see the miracles he was performing. Okay. (laughs) And one day he was teaching by the Sea of Galilee. And there was a large crowd there gathered to hear him, including many of the women who supported him in his ministry, such as Mary Magdalene, a lady named Joanna, and a lady named Susanna. And after Jesus had climbed onto a ship and faced the huge crowd of people waiting to hear him, he began with this parable. One day, a sower went to his fields to plant or sow some seeds. As he was sowing, some of the seeds fell by the side of the path and got gobbled up by some birds. Some of the seeds fell on hard, rocky ground that didn't have much soil. These seeds grew for a little while in the little soil that was there. But when the sun became hotter and hotter, they became scorched and dried up because their roots were not deep enough to reach the water that would keep them alive when the sun was so hot. Oh. Well, some of the seeds fell on thorny ground, and before they even had a chance to grow, the thorns choked them. And some of the seeds fell on really good fertile ground, and grew and grew and produced much fruit. Whoever has ears to hear this parable, let him hear. After Christ told this parable, his disciples came to him and asked, Why are you telling the people parables instead of plainly talking to them? And Christ answered, Well, you know the mysteries of heaven's kingdom, but they don't. Whoever receives my words and teachings will receive more truth and knowledge. But those who choose to continually not receive or understand my teachings will have truth and knowledge taken away from them. This is why I speak in parables. You see... Those who choose not to understand me will just hear a short story about a sower and some seeds. But those who seek to understand will learn truths about God's kingdom, and they will understand my teachings with their hearts, and they will be converted, and I will, be, I will forgive them and heal them. 
You, my disciples, are blessed because your eyes and ears are open to the truths that that I show and teach. And now, here is an explanation of the parable of the sower. In this parable, the seeds are like the words or truths that I am trying to teach people. Now, the seeds that fell by the side of the path that quickly got eaten by the birds are like one who hears my truth but doesn't understand it well. Satan then quickly comes and distorts or takes away the truth that the person was trying to understand in his or her heart because Satan is scared that the person might change for the better and be saved. The person who received truth in the stony ground of his heart is like one who hears the truth and joyfully receives it and lives by my teachings for a little while. But he isn't that serious about my gospel. And so when trials or temptations or hard things happen to this person, then he is ashamed and denies the truth. This is like the seeds falling on the stony ground, growing quickly, but having no roots to keep them safe when the sun gets hot. Well, the person who receives the seeds among thorns is like one who hears the truths, but then the cares of the world, including pleasures, riches, and lies about money, choke out the truth, and nothing good grows in his or her heart. The person who receives the seeds into good ground is the same as a person who hears the truth and seeks to understand it and live by it, even when life gets hard. By and by, fruit will begin to grow and to multiply, and this person will be blessed for their understanding. Now, the truths of the parables that I teach aren't secret, and they aren't hidden, so anyone can learn the truths if they try to. You must do your best to hear the truths in the stories that I teach since this is the way that you can increase your understanding and knowledge given from God. Christ then told them another parable. Let's see if you can hear the truths in his story. He said, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who planted good wheat seeds in his field. But while he slept one night, his enemy came and planted tares among his wheat seeds and then quickly left. As time went on, the seeds began to grow, and when the little plants had grown tall enough to see, some of the man's servants came to him and said, Um, sir, didn't you plant wheat in your field? If so, where did these tares come from? Now you must know that tares are weeds that do harm to the crops around them, and they look just like wheat. Well, the man looked at his crops, and he looked at his servants, and he said, An enemy has done this. And his servant said, Okay, well, should we go and pull the tares up? And the man said, No, in gathering up the tares, you might also pull up the wheat plants with them, and I don't want that to happen. Let's let both the wheat and the tares grow all season long until harvest time. And then I'll tell the reapers to go gather the tares first and to tie them up into bundles and then burn them and to gather the wheat into my barn. That was called the parable of the wheat and the tares. Here's another parable Christ told. 
He said, The kingdom of heaven is like a little tiny mustard seed that a man planted in his field. It is one of the smallest of all seeds, but when it grows into a mustard tree, it is the biggest of all the herbs. It is so big that birds come to live in its branches. Here's another parable he taught. Christ said, The kingdom of heaven is like a leaven or a yeast that a woman took and put into three measures of meal until the entire loaf was leavened or risen. Well, after telling so many parables, Christ sent the people away, and his disciples came to him and asked him to explain to them the parable of the wheat and the tares. He said, Okay, well, the man who planted the good wheat seeds is myself. The field is like the world, and the good wheat seeds are like the children of the kingdom, or God's obedient children. But the tares are the children of the devil. Satan himself sowed the tare seeds. The harvest time is like the end of the world, and the reapers are God's angels. Just like the tares in the parable were tied together and burned, I will send my angels down right before my second coming to gather the wicked people in this world to destroy them. Their misery will cause them to wail and gnash their teeth, and God's righteous children will shine as brightly as the sun. Christ then taught his disciples even more parables about the kingdom of heaven. He said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the middle of a field. When a man finds it, he hides the treasure, and then he goes and sells everything he has so that he has enough money to buy the field so that he can own the treasure. The kingdom of heaven is also like a merchant man who searches for beautiful pearls to buy. Once, when he found a beautiful pearl, he sold everything he had so that he could have enough money to buy that one beautiful pearl. The kingdom of heaven is also like a net that was cast into the sea to catch fish, and the net caught fish of every kind. When the net was full, the fishermen then pulled it to the shore and sat down and sorted the good fish into a boat, but threw the bad fish away. This, it was, this is how it will be at the end of the world. And when I say world, I mean the children of the wicked. The angels will come forth and separate the wicked people from the righteous saints and will cast them out into the world to be destroyed, and they will be so miserable. Well, when Jesus had finished telling his disciples these parables, he asked, Do you understand what I am saying? And they said, Yes, Lord. And then Christ said, All right, well, now every scribe or every person who records and studies the scriptures who was one of my disciples is like a man who owns a house who will bring out of the of his treasury both new treasures and old treasures. Christ was saying that those who understood both the old scriptures and the parables that he was speaking would record the important truths found both in the old scriptures and the truths that Christ was teaching them at that time. One day, some Israelites came to Christ and told him that some of the Roman authorities had allowed some Jews from Galilee to be killed at their temple. Jesus said, 
Hmm. Do you think that these Galileans deserved their death because they were sinners? Do you think they died as a form of punishment for their sins? If you do think that, I tell you that you're wrong. Just because someone suffers in this life doesn't mean that he or she is a sinner. But I must warn you, if you do sin and you don't repent, then you will also suffer terribly. Christ then told them this parable. A man once had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came out one day to get some fruit, but he couldn't find any. He said to the man in charge of his vineyard, Hey, I've come out to this fig tree for three years in a row, but I have never found any fruit. Cut it down immediately. It is a waste of my vineyard's space. But the man's servant said, Lord, please just wait one more year, and I will work extra hard to take care of this tree. I will dig the ground around it and fertilize it to make it as healthy as possible so that it will hopefully bear fruit. And if it does not bear fruit by next year, then you shall cut it down. This is a parable about repentance. Do you think that it makes sense that the Israelites who did not repent were the fig tree? And that Heavenly Father was the tree owner and that Christ was the servant? One Sabbath day, Christ saw a woman who had been bowed down with sickness for 18 whole years. She was so sick and miserable that she couldn't get herself up. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said, Woman, you are now free from your sickness. He laid his hands on her and she was immediately healed and could stand up straight and she glorified God. The ruler of the synagogue there was so angry that he turned to the other people and said, Listen to me. There are six other days of the week in which men should work. If you want to be healed, come and be healed on any other day of the week and not on the Sabbath. To this Christ said, You hypocrite! Don't each of you take care of your animals on the Sabbath day? You take them out of their stalls and lead them to water to make sure they're not thirsty. If you can take care of your animals on the Sabbath day, then don't you think that this woman, this beloved daughter of Abraham, deserves to be healed and taken care of on the Sabbath also? Everyone who had been upset with Christ for healing on the Sabbath became ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that he was doing. One day, a person asked Christ, Are there only a very few people who will be saved in the kingdom of God? And Christ answered him and said, Try as hard as you can to enter into God's kingdom by the straight gate or by making covenants with him. Many people will seek to enter God's kingdom, but they won't be able to because they won't do the work it takes to find the gate. It's as if the master of the house, who is God, stands up and shuts the door to his house or to heaven. And you stand outside and knock on the door and plead, Lord, Lord, open the door and let us in. And God will say, I don't know you. I won't let you in. And then you will say, 
You do too know us. We have eaten and drunk with you, and you taught us in our streets. But the master will say, I tell you again, I don't know you. Get away from me, all you workers of iniquity. All you people who heard what I had to teach, but did not change your hearts or repent to become more like me. You will be so sad and miserable when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets and saints with God and his kingdom. But you yourselves are kept out of heaven because of your wickedness and unrepentant hearts. And that was the end of Christ's answer to the person who asked him about who would be saved in God's kingdom. If you want to live with Heavenly Father again someday, what is something that you can do right now to show him you want to be with him? I hope you take some time this week to think about that question. Until next week, I hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye, chickadees.